Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, baby. (laughs) It's so good to connect with you all, and I just want to say a heartfelt thank you to all of our weekly listeners who are emailing us, and just I just so appreciate this community, and I so appreciate the depths of the emails that I get, people really uh, listening and wanting to dig deep. I have this just feeling that those of you who are connecting with this radio show and listening to it, that we're all really seeking that leading edge information. I have a feeling that we are compatriots on this sort of leading edge that wants to always know a little bit more. (laughs) It's like we get new information, we assimilate it very quickly, and then we're ready for more. So I just reach out to you um, and say thank you for being willing to go on this journey with me. And uh, as we go more deeply into these laws, as we go more deeply into our own conscious awareness of who we really are. And if you've been listening to the show for the last couple of of weeks and maybe even months, we've been really talking about the mechanics of how we are creating our own reality, how we are actually so fully involved in what is evolving for ourselves that we sometimes don't even know it, that we're doing it so magnificently, so easily. And so what we want to do in this hour is to become more aware of those mechanics in an easy, laid-back way so that we can more fully enjoy the creative process that we're doing anyway. We're focusing somewhere, so we might as well focus in a place that brings us the greatest joy. How magnificent is that? It's like waking up in the middle of your own movie and deciding that there is more for you to have, and yet it's not a push. It's not a must-have. It's not an anxiousness. It is an ease. It is, I I like to call it, it's the lazy manifester's way. (laughs) That's my new book for this week. Anyway, so on the show this week, I am... um, I'm introducing someone actually who many of you may be familiar with. She's been on the show before. And as you know, I love these channels. I love these people who are opening themselves up to broader knowing 
and who are channeling this leading information, this leading edge. And of course, we love our Abraham. And many of you have been coming big fans of, of Frank Butterfield and, and The Village. I hear you on the calls. I'm so thrilled that that is working for you. And today I'm going to introduce you to another channel. I like to call it our home channel as well, uh, Mary Beth Rapisardo. Welcome, Mary Beth. Hi, Ray. So good to be here. Oh, so good to have you back on the show. And Thank for those you. of you who might be hearing you for the first time. Um, I've known Mary Beth for a while, and I have just always been so relieved after I hear her work as she opens up to her broader knowing. And I have, um, she has actually come to my Abraham group many times and made herself available to the folks there because it is so delicious to just really hear again from broader perspective. So she agreed to come on the show again uh, this week to just talk about with my, about some issues and thoughts that I would like to go deeper on. But Mary Beth, before we do that, can you give us just a little bit of a taste of, of who you are and how you came to this work so those people who aren't familiar with you will get to know you a bit better? Yes, of course. Thanks. Um, well, I have been an artist all my life, and it really started with wanting to connect more to my inner guidance uh, for my art, not just for my art, but for my life. And that journey started when I was pretty young, a young teenager, and on and on it went through the years, and I studied all kinds of metaphysics and uh, read all kinds of books, of course, and spent many years meditating. And then I got to the place where I did start going to hear Jerry and Esther about um, oh, 12, 13 years ago. And that just started to evolve and evolve. And I would sit in the chair there while I was listening to Abraham through Esther, and I would say, hmm, I could do that. And then I would go home and think, what, am I crazy? Of course not. But every time I would go and listen, I would just get this thrill uh, of wanting to do that, of, of knowing that I could do that. And, of course, uh, I just started desiring that. And bit by bit, um, I started asking, and I got to the place where uh, I was feeling as though I was changing. Something was um, something was occurring in me. My allowing was happening, and uh, I eventually started writing, and then started speaking. And I remember those first few words were very tentative. And, of course, I said to myself, I'm just making this up. This is ridiculous. And, uh, and of course, in a sense, I was making it up. I was manifesting it. I was asking for it. So um, the more I practiced, uh, the more I expanded in that connection. And now it's gotten to a place where it's starting to really color my my everyday life. My everyday life is beginning to be more and more joyful, not just when I'm specifically connecting, but the connection is starting to just be there throughout my day. I love oh. it. You know, I love the normalcy of this because it's becoming, it really is a capability, I think, within each and every one of us. But I also am getting email after email about people who are having this experience that you're talking about, where they're feeling a broader perspective coming over them, and they're finding ways to engage it. And 
I tell you, it's magnificent. I even a lot of folks who listen to this show, I know they're attracted to it because they too are realizing that there is a an opening, allowing, a channeling, whatever you want to call it, within them that is yes. speaking to them. And yes. I think it's it's so magnificent. Yes, beautifully put. It, it it is opening for them because they have asked for it. They are desiring it. And so all anyone needs to do is just ask and get into the allowing place, get into that positive expectation, because as you said, every single person can do this if they want to. It's just a matter of desire and then getting into the allowing, and it's very exciting. It truly is built in, you know? It is built in, and I was going to say, of course, the more you and I expect to see that with others, the more others show up with that ability. And as you've spoken about just now, it is a process where the more that you do it, the more that you allow, like anything, that muscle begins to build, it begins to have strength, it begins to have clarity. I think what we see with Esther Hicks is that she's been doing it, one, for so long. And also she spends, you know, hours and hours a day, six, seven hours in alignment. Of course, that channel would become broader, clearer. And I'm sure you're finding as the more you engage this capability, the easier and more fuller it gets. Absolutely. Everything you said is just right on. And the more that I decide that I'm going to be in that state, no matter what occurs in my experience, the more my experience starts to change and get better and better and better. And that flow of well-being just keeps flowing and flowing and flowing in better and better ways. So it's really exciting. I I didn't know if I would ever get to the place where I could feel this good, even when I'm not specifically saying, well, I'm going to channel now. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, so that that's what's been wonderful because that's been been my newest desire is to really be in that state uh, of connection all the time. And so I, I am growing into that. And it begins to spill over into everything, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Well, what I love about this practice and people who are called to to really open up to the broader knowing and that information, I love that it comes with the flavor of the person. So it's not like the person is being taken over. It's almost as if they're being more fully enhanced authentically. And that's why I enjoy speaking to different channels. I mean, I love, obviously, Abraham is so infused with that person that we know as Esther, and I just adore the perspective that they bring. And then, of course, our Frank Butterfield, who you and I both know, um, again, his perspective, his knowing, his consciousness is fused in uh, with that broader knowing. And there's different colors, and yet the, the underlying principle, the laws, if you will, are the same. You know? Yes, and, and you know, we come to understand that the specific words don't matter so very much. Uh, they're a tool, but every person who wants to channel has a different vocabulary and different life experience and uh, different things they've studied and learned. So everyone is going to be a little bit different and they're going to uh, be there available and ready for whoever is attracted to them. So it's, it's always just perfect. It is interesting in that way. I mean, there's still variety amongst the knowing and 
you know, I've heard Abraham say that they're able to pull from Esther's language, her knowledge. They're able to pull from that. And I'm sure you probably feel that too. And what I know about your work and is that it also has that infusion of your being a student of the Course of Miracles. Mm -hmm. And so what I find interesting is that it has that knowledge base, I feel even um, more prevalent than maybe someone who hadn't studied that. Do you do you feel that that is part of that experience? Uh, that's an interesting question. It's funny because if I were to just sit here and say uh, something from A Course in Miracles, I'm not really that great at quoting it. But when I get into that quiet space and I'm connecting, uh, those types of concepts and words seem to come out pretty easily. Uh, With a little bit of a slant of my own on it, of course, and Mm -hmm. I certainly don't consider myself any kind of expert in it, but somehow the words are coming out in, in a new way that's like you said, part of me and part of of what I've studied and learned. So the person who's doing the channeling or the connecting uh, isn't left out. And um, yes, indeed, the vocabulary is used, the, the concepts and the understanding is used, and yet it is expanded in that person right in that moment as well. Right. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. And I have to say it's really more about the beingness, the energy of the experience. And like with Esther, the more she steps into that connection, into that energy, the more it does color her entire life because she's there so much. And so that's the idea. And Um, it feels so good. (laughs) It feels so good. And to feel that good all the time or most of the time, wow. It's it's fantastic. It's really extraordinary. Now, for those of you listening to the show who've had sort of a pulling on your heartstrings that you'd like to practice this more, you'd like to maybe find some uh, techniques that help you open up to this broader knowing to feel the surge of this energy and maybe even to verbalize it, maybe that's something that's calling. Um, at the end of our time with Mary Beth, we'll give you some information on how you can contact her. She also teaches people how to do this. I've taken the class. It's It's magnificent. It is a way for, again, if this is calling to you where you want to tap in more fully to the guides and the awarenesses that are all around us, um, there are opportunities to hone in on that. And we'll tell you more about that um, as our time uh, comes together here. So without further ado, why don't we spend some time uh, giving you a moment to check in, if you will, and uh, I'll introduce our topic for, uh, for the show in our first segment here. What I have found in the last uh, couple of weeks, months, is this broader knowing about the body, the physical experience of the body. So what I'd like to do in our time together today is to engage uh, this broader knowing and maybe ask some questions about the body, about what is really going on when the body becomes symptomatic. And and perhaps dive in a little deeper to some of the core understandings of what is really our physical body. And I've put out to some of my Abraham friends some questions, uh, and I've got one or two here uh, wanting to know more about specifics 
in their situation. So if we have time, we'll read some of those emails that I've gotten. Um, so let's just begin. It is wonderful to engage this energy right here and right now. And, and let us just start off with a very broad and general question. <laughs> what is the body anyway? <laughs> What is going on here? What is this? Is there a difference between us as consciousness and us as the physical? Oh, indeed there is. Because consciousness is who you are. It is what you are. You are divine consciousness. You are part of God, all that is. And that is the truth. The body is something believe it or not, that you made up when you came into this physical experience. The body is not who you are. The body is, well, really it is an illusion. And everything that happens in this physical experience until you decide otherwise is really for the care the protection, the enjoyment, etc., of the body. In other words, you go to work so that you can have a house to house the body, so that you can have food to feed the body. You sleep so that you can rest the body, you see. You go uh, to a doctor so you can fix the body, and on and on it goes, you see. But the truth is that everything in your experience is based on where you are focusing your consciousness. And so if you have limiting beliefs about your body, if you have limiting beliefs about who you really are, then your body is going to uh, come up with all kinds of things, all kinds of contrast, whether it's physically in the body or whether it's about money or relationships. Those are all still things that relate to the body. You, as divine consciousness, cannot suffer or be in lack in any way, shape, or form. And that's who you really are. So once you get to the place where you can actually start to know that, be that, perhaps a little bit at a time, because you are living in, quote, time, or so you think, uh, as you get to start stepping into that place, uh, then you look at your entire experience through the eyes of source, through the eyes of love, instead of through the body's eyes. And uh, that goes into uh, many areas of letting go of judgment, uh, of being in true forgiveness, which means, of course, that no one, including you, has ever done anything wrong. So once you start to look through the eyes of love, and we're talking about divine love here, the real thing, love, which is what you are, when you start looking at your experience here in the physical through those eyes, everything changes. Well, on that beautiful note, I'm going to hold hold the energy right there as we take a quick break in this relative world of Radio Land, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. 
To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we are having a beautiful opportunity to engage broader energy for the show today to talk more fully about who we truly are. And as we uh, went to the break, Mary Beth Rapasardo is joining us here, and she is really a beautiful channel allowing a broader perspective for us to engage and to really understand. And the question was was about understanding the body as uh, as as perhaps not a separate but as an expression. And my next question would be: Is the body then a perfect reflection of our consciousness? Hmm. What do you mean by a perfect reflection? Are we creating it as a mirror? of our consciousness so that we can engage this physical world? Or is it something that we visit, that we <laughs> come into and leave? Is it something, Does it is it owned by something else and the consciousness fills it? Or are we creating it um, through our own consciousness? Mm, very good questions. Well, first of all, your consciousness uh, is so huge, infinite and eternal, uh, it, it could never make itself small enough to to be in a body, so to speak. Uh, the body is this little this little speck of something that you have made. You haven't exactly come in and filled it. It's more like a uh, a tool. It is more like a car you get in and you're driving around, or it is like an outfit that you put on. Now, even though those things might uh, say you might say say about your car or your clothing, uh, that's me. That defines me. That's who I am. You understand that you don't really mean that. Who you really are is. 
this God consciousness, this connection to God, uh, who you really are, is God, is part of God. And so the body is not you. However, you are skirting around part of the issue here with your question, uh, and that is, does the body reflect where you focus your consciousness? And we would say, yes, indeed, it does. Mm. In other words, if you are focusing uh, in these places where you know you are here sort of playing this game with the body, but you know you're not of it, and you are in this absolutely connected joyful state your body will just serve you it will stay young it will be healthy you will lay it down when you are ready you will understand there is no death you see uh, but if you are focused most of the time or all of the time uh, on fear and, uh, uh, oh, I have an ache or a pain, what does that mean? And then you uh, you focus there and you allow it to get bigger and bigger and bigger and, oh, you must take some pills and you see some things on TV that say, oh, now you've got this and now you've got that and you must run to a doctor and this thing is wrong and that thing is wrong. Uh, even if you're not focusing in those ways, if you're focusing on other things that are very pinched off. Uh, your uh, physical reality, whether it be in the body itself or in your uh, the rest of your experience in relation to the body, in other words, relationships or money, etc., uh, those things will be pinched off. Those things will uh, not be, be serving you, so to speak, the way you want them to. That makes sense to me. And um, one of the concepts that I've recently been introduced to that has really captured my my heart space is this understanding that from the broader perspective, the body is always healthy. It is complete, total. And from a smaller perspective, as you say, as we focus in on what we don't want or what could go wrong, uh, there is... Um, a perception of the body that might be symptomatic. There might be a disorder, uh, a, a, a sort of cutting, a, um, a diminishment of energy. But but at a broader perspective, the body is always healthy and 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 completely in alignment. And I and I'm thinking specifically of, of Jesus, where when he came upon someone who was looked as if they were from a diminished state if they had leprosy or some uh, some condition that he did not see that condition as anything to freak out about as our friends abraham would say um talk a little bit about that understanding that the that at some level you are perfect <laughs> and healthy Indeed. and that yeah uh, well, first of all, we would say uh, from broader perspective, there is no body at all. Ah. So when you understand that, that this is like a movie that you have made, you see, this is this is part of part of your idea to to have this physical experience and seemingly separate yourself from uh, that greater you, from who you really are, and and to put yourself in all of these separate bodies. But when you begin to understand that you're not a body at all, but that you are this magnificent, eternal, love-filled, light-filled consciousness. There are no words to describe it. When you really start to get that more and more and more and you keep moving your attention to that, keep your, moving your knowing to that, then yes, indeed, the body just does what you want it to. It just totally serves you well, absolutely. And so... The reason I set that premise up is because I'd like to engage this idea that when we do have conditions, and maybe they're minor, 
Maybe they're a stub toe or maybe they're a diagnosis, quote unquote, of something more severe. That we can step back at some level and understand that this is some unfolding that there is information in in the contrast, there is information in the resistance. And if we can take the alarm out of what the body is doing on the condition side, what we're making up about it, and find it more of a place of unfoldment than alarm. Yes, uh, beautifully put. Uh, we would say that you can see this so-called contrast as an opportunity, as an opportunity to say, wait a minute, I have been carrying around something for a long time, some pinched off beliefs, okay? You don't even really need to know what they are. Sometimes they will come up easily for you and you can say, oh, that's what it was. That's what I've been carrying around. But you don't really have to dig around for it, as you know. But uh, you have been carrying around something that's pinching you off, that's saying that you are small, that you are able to suffer, that you're able to be in lack, that you're able to not be healthy and all those things. Whatever form it it takes, it it really doesn't matter. Uh, You don't need to discover it. Again, you might. But when you start to uh, really know and really see that who you are is really joy, then you can step out of this and it may take a little bit of practice of shifting your thoughts of saying no wait a minute I am not going to believe this diagnosis I am not going to believe the pain in my foot I know this is not the truth of who I am it may be hurting right now I may not be feeling very good but once you get to the place where you are connecting with who you are and you are saying well-being is who I am I want to step into this place of well-being you have asked and it is given it is given so even if symptoms continue don't believe them you see now for some of you it may seem a little difficult uh, to let go of your symptoms or your diagnoses or your doctors and all of that, and we're not saying that you have to. But the reason you hold on to them, you see, is because in some way they feel comfortable. They feel safe. They define who you think you are and who you've been uh, for all these years, you see. And so when you start to let go of that and step into the knowing that you are amazing and you really cannot be sick or uh, unhealed in any way, when you start to step into that, if you start to feel a little bit of, whoa, this is too big of a leap for me, you may go back and pick up the symptoms again for a while. But we say to you, don't believe in them because your wellness, your well-being is absolutely certain. It is who you are. You know, and, and what I'm in, enjoying, and I'm, we're, you know, we're going to jump down the rabbit hole even more, is I'm actually seeing the condition as a blessing. As an opportunity, that's right. That's exactly what we mean, yes. And that blessing could be engaging the Western medical services 
as a joyous opportunity to play with those who are uh, offering relief. And so I even want to take it to that point of, you know, there, there's that ability to let it go and have a spontaneous remission. We've heard that. We've talked about Anita Amarjani in her new book, uh, Dying to Be Me, where she had a spontaneous remission from her cancer. But I also feel like there's so many paths that a spontaneous remission or disappearance of a condition might not necessarily be the ultimate path, that there might be something for us in the experience of having a diminishment of the body um, because at some point we are trying to remember our broader knowing. I just really want to settle into that idea that nothing is ever terribly wrong um, and that everything can be seen through the eyes of source. And although I am capable of accessing my brilliance and my perfect health, I feel as if there is something that I am choosing to experience through a condition. Well, we we would say that the source, first of all, the eyes of source has have no suffering. Uh, God, all that is, does does not create suffering and does not create suffering in you. It really does not exist. But if it helps you to feel like it has some purpose, and we promise you it really does not, but if it helps you to soothe yourself uh, into a better feeling place, then go for it. We would never uh, say that uh, that should be taken away from you. We just want you to understand that uh, sickness and lack of any kind are an illusion. It is, And again, we are going to say to you that it is an old habit. Uh, these, these habits start when you're very young. You see, when you first come into this physical experience, uh, you're feeling wonderful and and by and by, uh, you are around uh, family, friends, school, etc., uh, around those others who are uh, feeling pinched off in this area or that area and not remembering who they are. And in order to feel part of that, you see, uh, you join in uh, with some of their beliefs or you make up some of your own beliefs in relation to uh, their behavior and their beliefs. And we say to you, this need not be. Uh, you are to the place now. Um, those of you who are listening to this call uh, are to the place now where you are uh, awakening to who you really are. And we promise you who you are has no sickness in it or lack. Now, that doesn't mean you can't use the contrast of the sickness to help you understand that there is no sickness. (laughs) Right, right. You can use it to help you understand that, uh, I don't want this anymore. Hey, it doesn't mean you have to make a quantum leap. In fact, as you know, we often say we don't recommend a quantum leap because somehow it seems to not stick. And the reason for that is because it, it, it doesn't feel familiar to you when you make too big of a leap at times. You have to sort of work your way up to it. You have to sort of practice, you see, like a, like a swimmer uh, gets faster and faster practicing their laps or someone learning to play the piano. You're practicing your way into more and more joy and more and more feel good. Now, 
when you go to the doctor because your knee is bothering you or something else, yes, you can decide, you can prepay that that is going to be the most wonderful interaction. It's going to be easy. The doctor is just going to have this attitude of, oh, this is nothing. Um, I can help you through this easily and quickly, etc. So you can prepay a wonderful, joyful experience. But we promise you, there is nothing in the universe that sets you up for pain or sickness or sorrow or lack so that you can learn something. It is not like that at all. You are doing that to yourself. But again, you can look at it in a positive light and use it in a positive way, if that makes sense to you. It does. I think my concern is uh, an observation that I see in the metaphysical community, those of us on this leading edge of trying to understand um, why we have you know, restriction in our body. And uh, very enlightened people have physical issues. And and I see sometimes that there is this um, need to uh, beat oneself up or to say, I don't understand, or what is wrong with me that I'm experiencing this, I should be beyond this. And yet there is, um, there is a part of this physical life um, and these contrasts that happen in order for our joyous um, expansion. And I I feel as if sometimes more spiritual people often... you know, we have this, again, this metaphysical malpractice where we, we judge each other that you should be beyond the physical, no, that you should no. be able to cure this. Indeed not. There should be no judgment. And and there is no uh, enlightened people who are any more enlightened than anyone else. Now, we understand how you are using that term. But when you really understand who you all are, you are all one. You are all part of God and you are all exquisite and beautiful and standing in the light when you realize it. You are all that, that beautiful energy, that beautiful life force energy. You are all that. And so no one is better than any other just because one has chosen to uh, to to say they are consciously uh, walking a particular path. Uh, but still, no one is better than any other. Uh, and, and, and again, the idea of judgment uh, is not part of, of God, a, a part of source, part of the all that is. There is no judgment. There is only this idea of love. And so when you see another physical friend uh, sick or in pain or whatever it is, uh, the best way that you can help them is to turn to your uh, your oneness within you and, and see the wellness in you and look at them through the eyes of love. Look at them through the eyes of well-being, not through the uh, body's eyes that says, oh, I see sickness here, you see. You mentioned earlier, Jesus, uh, he did not see the sickness there. He did not see it as anything because he knew who they really were, you see. He knew they were just like him and they were part of God. Now, the reason so many of them uh, were healed quickly is because they chose to believe that it was possible. Mm. You cannot force someone else to believe that it is possible. And, and of course, uh, for many, uh, it will seem as though the healing has not happened immediately. But the healing has been given, so to speak. Uh, It is just not uh, appearing in the physical because the habits of thought keep going back to, oh, my toe hurts, it's broken. 
or uh, the doctors say I have this, so it must be so. And we promise you that to, uh, to, to give disease and sickness and a lack of any kind uh, some kind of shining role in your life is really not what you want to do. Again, we will say, that doesn't mean you have to feel like you've got to heal everything very, very quickly and you've got to do it right, you've got to get it right, and what's wrong with me and all that. Absolutely not. That's not what we're saying. But what we're saying is here, get into the understanding that who you are is not the body at all and who you are is not suffering of any kind physical, emotional, or otherwise, who you are is not suffering. And so when you allow yourself to slip into that place where you are knowing and understanding who you are and really looking through those eyes of love, your world will start to change and the body will fall in line. It may take a little practice for you to keep turning yourself away uh, from these these places uh, of feeling pinched off. Now, me. With that note, I want to I want to hold off for just a second because this is delicious, and I want to just really have the time to to bring through all the information we're hearing. But we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Mary Beth Reposardo, who is a channel of light. She is uh, definitely speaking with spirit in this hour, and we'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everyday attraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed I hope you all are enjoying this hour as we're speaking with one of our resident channels. We're now going to have resident channels on the show. Isn't that fun? Um, and Mary Beth Reposardo is is a wonderful friend and source channel here. And if you'd like, if you're if you really are vibing with what you're hearing, or perhaps 
you're being called to have a, an experience of a broader knowing, of a channel experience, I encourage you to connect with Mary Beth. Um, her email address really quickly is speaking with spirit speaking with spirit at yahoo.com. But I'd like to go back into the energy again and and, and do an, an additional segment here as we are engaging this concept of what the body is and what the body isn't. And if we can continue in this um, milieu of questioning, I'd like to answer a question uh, from one of our listeners who had written in specifically about a diagnosis or issue and our listener writes I have extreme hyperhidrosis which is a hereditary condition it puts limits on my life and now my son has it as well how do I bring about a cure or a treatment for it? Now, of course, we want, again, to emphasize that the information you're hearing here is not in place of any kind of, of medical uh, uh support that you are getting. Uh, we encourage you to continue to do what feels right to you. But what we're doing on this show today is looking at the broader knowing of who we are from a metaphysical perspective so that we can entertain, to begin to entertain what might be going on when we um, have experiences of conditions, conditions as simple as aging or conditions as complex as something, quote unquote, hereditary. So what I'd like to put out to um, this energy that we're engaging right here and right now, what is it when we pass on conditions from one generation to the next? What is really happening? That's a very good question. And we are going to say what we have said many times before and very lovingly. And we want the listener to know that we uh, have nothing but love for you and your questions. And we are, uh, we are, as Ray said, wanting to help you expand what you can believe is possible for you. And so, uh, as also as she said, if you feel the need to go to the doctor or get help uh, in any way, uh, continue to do that. Uh, but we want you to also at the same time allow yourself to expand into greater knowing. When something uh, seems to be heredity, hereditary, we want you to understand that that is a belief. It is merely a belief. And your body follows suit. So it is a habit of thought, you see. Uh, you watched someone else in your family have this, and so you learned this. You took on uh, the idea of this uh, illness. You took on the uh, habits of this illness, you see. You took on the belief that w this was possible for you. And in the same way, your child did the same thing. Now, we are telling you this not because there is judgment here, not because you have done anything wrong. You have not. You have just misunderstood the power and the greatness of who you really are. That is all. And so when you lovingly say to yourself, okay, I have manifested this. If I have manifested this, this means I can also manifest it differently. I can manifest my body differently. I can heal my body. I can have my a well body. 
when you understand it, everything that comes into your experience is about your consciousness and where you're focusing your consciousness. It is a wonderful thing, even though it seems like negative contrast to you, like an uncomfortable situation. It is good news to know that you did that because that means that you can step into something different. So I think what's so fascinating about this is that this metaphysical understanding is that everything is now, that we don't bring things from the past. We just simply, we continue to focus on them in the, in the present and therefore they are continuing to be with us. And I think that's an interesting dynamic. Um, This understanding that there is only the now and that anything from our past is, is simply a belief, as you say, that we have chosen to engage now. And so it has all the accoutrement of that belief system. Um, For those of you who are interested in this understanding of, uh, of biology and hereditary hereditary uh, situations, I highly recommend the work of Bruce Lipton. Um, he is a, a highly um, regarded international PhD on cellular biology who has come up with the same information that you're hearing from this channel, from this broader knowing, in that our biology is not determined by our genes, but determined more by our consciousness. And so again, we're seeing that science is now supporting some of this understanding. So I appreciate the energy here in the channel confirming that there isn't anything we can't be, do, or have um, even if we've come from uh, a quote-unquote background that would tell us otherwise. Isn't it fascinating to see that the spiritual and the scientific are now telling a similar story? Yes, indeed. And so uh, we absolutely uh, want to emphasize what you just said, that uh, you are uh, using your habits of thought, your old habits of thought, and bringing them into the present. It may not feel conscious because you are doing it so quickly. You are having these thoughts so quickly and repeating them in the present so quickly and over and over and over again that you believe that this is the way it is, that it is set in stone, that there is nothing you can do about it or very little you can do about it. And we promise you, you can let go of these old habits of thought and put in new ones. You can step into this place where you understand how powerful you are and you can manifest, uh, in this case, the body that you are wanting to manifest. You absolutely can. And you may involve yourself in some kind of doing to, uh, to have this occur, but it is really about what you are believing, what you are knowing. What is your expectation? What are you expecting of this body? You see? I love that. And I'm I'm going to make this personal for a little bit because I, I think that sometimes having a personal experience brought into this energy can help um, define this process a little bit more specifically. We take it more from the esoteric into the everyday. Um, so a condition that I have manifested is um, this this little knee problem, you know, this, this, it's funny you had said, mentioned the, the knee problem and you were probably picking up on my knee. So I, I, this knee problem where there's pain in the knee and then there's this all kinds of issues. And what I'm trying to attempt to do is while I'm still caring for it with doctors 
and looking at physical therapy and kind of engaging because it made me feel better to engage what medicine has to offer me. I didn't resist that. Um, and they're talking now about surgery and I'm I'm considering I'm weighing it all, but I'm not judging it as inside or outside of, of my of my opportunity. I'm looking at it all as an opportunity. But one thing that I wanted to understand is where should my focus be? Where where should it be? On your absolute well-being in every way, shape, or form. Even when your knee hurts, step back from it, you see. Uh, blur your acknowledgement of it. Uh, in other words, if you were looking at something, you would soften your focus. You're feeling this. Soften your inner focus on it and keep letting it go. Keep letting it go. This doesn't mean you can't go ahead and and get help from doctors, surgery, whatever it is you decide to do. That's all fine. And of course, you can manifest that all of those things uh, turn out better than ever. We would say something to you here. You said, I have manifested a condition. That right there, you see, we would let go of words like that. Mm. You think you've manifested a condition. <laughs> it's not really there. And the word condition itself, that word means that it goes on and on. It has been going on for a while and it's going to continue to go on because it's a condition. If you could soften your language a little bit and say, oh, right now my knee hurts. Okay, I'm going to step back from that. Rather mm. than seeing yourself as having this ongoing problem issue issue condition let it get smaller and smaller in your mind and you you may still go ahead and go to the doctors and all that that's fine don't judge yourself for that don't say to yourself well I should be able to be over this when you do that you're just pinching yourself off when you judge yourself you are not standing in the light of love you're not standing in that beautiful place uh, which is the truth of who you really are. So let go of judgment altogether. And as you were saying before, be in the now, be in the moment. And start noticing in moments where you're feeling really good instead of just noticing where you're in pain, etc. So whether it be a quote-unquote condition or diagnosis, as our our listener had written in, um, something that's repeating itself from generation to generation, or it be something that's repeating itself because of the story that I'm telling week to week. It seems to me the key to this is to release resistance to the circumstance and then recalibre the focus. Uh, One thing that has been feeling better is that when I walk, I focus on the knee that is working. And I and I really revel in it. I have a bit of a rampage of appreciation on how beautiful that knee functions and how wonderful it works and the extraordinariness of just walking on it and and the you know lack of pain and, and I try very much to focus. Is that is that something that's going to expand this or is it still keeping me focused on knee problems? Uh, You could say a bit of both, but you said it helps you feel better. So that is a step. You see, those are always big steps. You don't need to to micromanage every single tiny little thought, but just notice 
how you're feeling. When you're not feeling good, you know you're focusing in the negative direction of, you know, this is bigger than I can handle in a sense. And so uh, your other knee is working as well. Your other knee is still working. You're still walking, aren't you, on two legs, you see. So, again, start just to expand little bit by little bit what you can believe is possible. Soften the story. Soften the story. Yes. As I read over our friend who who wrote in, her first words are, I have extreme yada, yada, yada. Okay, right there, which is... Now, she softened it a little bit, considered hereditary. Nice. Good work. Good work, mm-hmm. right? Lessening. Mm-hmm. But ex- words like extreme or like you're saying, I have this condition or I, this idea of the story that we're telling feels to me as if the is the first place where we can start to soften. Absolutely. It's such an old habit of thought. Where are you focusing your consciousness? Get your consciousness back into the place of the I am. I am God. I am source. I am all that is. I am infinite eternal. I am love. I am well-being itself in every way. Enjoy well, we've actually, believe it or not, come to the end of our hour, and I just want to take a moment to let it thank you, first of all, for bringing this energy here in this moment in time, and for all those who are listening and knowing that perhaps these words will bring them some relief today. But if you would like to um, engage Mary Beth um, on a one-on-one, she does do individual sessions where you're able to get perhaps more into the nitty-gritty of of what's happening in your life, and you can email her at speakingwithspirit at yahoo.com, speakingwithspirit at yahoo.com, and she has generously um, given our Everyday Attraction listeners a special discount on uh, an engagement with her, so I highly recommend that you connect with her, and she'll let you know about, just mention that you heard her on this show, and uh, she has a special offering for you in hopes that that her gift too can uh, allow you a remembering of who you are. We thank you all and we look forward as always to our next opportunity to come together on this thing we call Everyday Attraction. Be well. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction.
Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. 